The following program is an exclusive sports presentation of News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5 News Gazette Media Stations. Rivers, here comes a reverse to Gennard Davis, throwing towards the end zone. He's got a man. Touchdown, Ricky Smalling. Touchdown, Illinois. And the Illini have taken the lead. Fighting Illini game day is on the air. The countdown to kickoff is underway with the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Your first look and in-depth preview of today's contest here on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5, the flagship home for fighting Illini football. Rivers going to give it to Corbin, runs right now left. Rivers going to throw a block. Corbin's in the open. 30, 40, midfield, 40 of Wisconsin, 30 of the Badgers. Still on his feet, 20, 10, 5, touchdown! Today, the Illini are on the East Coast for a road contest against the Maryland Terrapins. Kick on the way. Now, from our game day studios in downtown Champaign, here's your host, Scott Beatty. For the first time ever, Illinois faces the Maryland Terrapins in a Big Ten game. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. I am Scott Beatty, live in our downtown Champaign game day studios. This game will kick about 2.30 Central, 3.30 on the East Coast. So we start with our opening drive brought to you by Harriet's Rents, Tents and Events and by Warden Martin Buick GMC Service. Well, today the Illini try to pull back to 500. They are 3-4 and four overall with a 1-3 and three mark in Big Ten play. Maryland 4-3 and three and 2-2 two and two out of the Big Ten East. This is Illinois' final crossover game this season into the East Division. They'll stay in the, rest, in the West in the rest of the way starting next weekend at home against Minnesota. Illinois has dropped two games in a row after falling last Saturday to the Wisconsin Badgers. Maryland shut out last Saturday by Iowa 23 to nothing in Iowa City. So some of the headlines surrounding this ball game and some of the stakes as well. Big question, who is going to play quarterback for the Illini? A.J. Bush. The Illini starter pulled in the second quarter last Saturday against the Badgers because of an underperforming passing game. By and large, M.J. Rivers came in after that. And the Illini coaching staff has done nothing to dis to dispel a belief that both may play today. We will have to see who starts and if one quarterback or two plays this entire game. It's also a reunion of Illinois and Trey Watson now playing for the Terrapins in his grad year. Watson was a standout defender with the Illini as an undergrad, even earning all Big Ten honorable mention in 2016. This year, he's the Big Ten's leading tackler and has four interceptions. Another story around this game Thursday, the results of a much-anticipated independent investigation into the Maryland program were released to the media. That report said problematic issues with the Maryland culture where players were afraid to speak out, but the commission stopped short of calling it toxic. Head coach D.J. Durkin has been on leave for the entire season. His future status is in doubt. Meanwhile, first-year offensive coordinator Matt Canada has been filling in. And this is also a game about defenses. Both have been very good in the takeaway category. 
North Carolina and the Terrapins with 13 interceptions. However, Illinois' run defense near the bottom of the conference. Maryland's is fifth best. So a lot swirling into this ball game, and that's the opening drive as we are underway on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. In a moment, we'll head out to Maryland for the first time and get the first word with the voice of the Illini, Brian Barnhart. Plus, we'll hear more on the Illini running game. This is the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. See the folks at Rudy Wealth Management for all your retirement planning and investment needs. Rudy Wealth Management voted number one in the People's Choice Award. Back in a moment on Fighting Illini Game Day. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Now with more, here's Scott Beatty. We're making our way toward kickoff for the Illini and Maryland Two teams meeting for the first time in program histories. Let's go to the first word brought to you by Warden Martin Buick GMC Service and Harriet's Rents Tents and Events out to College Park, Maryland, where we find Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini. Good afternoon to you, Brian. And, uh, well, first trip for football to College Park, Maryland. What's the scene? Well, it's actually starting to clear off a little bit. It rained from the time we got here yesterday all through the night and into the morning hours this morning. But... Trying to uh, end that rain now. Just some cloud cover. The lights are on. It's a great-looking campus here in Maryland. Uh, this, is, I guess, a little bit of history here as we broadcast a football game for the first time, as you say, from College Park, Maryland. And team had a nice, uh, easy trip over and ready to play some football. Everybody uh, gathered down on the field warming up. The locker rooms are a little smaller than some of the other ones in the Big Ten, but the stadium seats uh, under 60,000, 54, I think, is what it is. And kind of the classic horseshoe look with... Uh, big grandstand on either side, uh, east and west, and kind of built like a ski slope. But what's interesting to me, Scott, is behind the one horseshoe area, uh, which is a single-level horseshoe, there's an area where fans can go to the concession stands or when they come in, they can actually watch. They can walk in and watch the game because the concession area is set back from behind the stand. So that's kind of a different twist. And, of course, the flag of Maryland in either end zone with all the various colors, black and gold and white and red, and, should be a good one today. In, indeed. And uh, I know it's a little bit early yet, but any indication on who's playing quarterback, I don't know how you could tell, but uh, because both quarterbacks are presumably healthy, but MJ Rivers and AJ Bush both played last week. Yeah, and I, I, my guess is you'll see them both today. In what order, we don't know yet. Uh, Lovey Smith has not uh, said who's going to be the first guy out of the box, but uh, my guess is, and I've had a chance now to work with Coach Smith for a couple of years and read between the lines of what he says. And I, I, I think he's very much open to playing both quarterbacks depending on the situation. And uh, right now they haven't said officially both are warming up as we speak down below us here at uh, Maryland Stadium. What are some of the big storylines you'll be watching? Well, I think, in a, you know, to me the two teams are pretty similar. I think the two things that Maryland has is, one, they have a signature win over a major power, which is Texas this year. Uh, that was early in the year. Uh, and I think the other thing is their defense has played more consistently than Illinois' defense has, just even from a statistical standpoint. They do a, a better job on defense so far this year in that category. But both teams get a lot of interceptions, so they're similar that way. Both have used two quarterbacks at various skill levels, whether passing or 
or running the ball. So I think in a game like this, and I, I've had talking to Coach a little bit ago about this, in a game like this where you've got two teams that are pretty similar, turnovers are the huge deciding factor. And I, if Illinois can get some turnovers, um, I, I think they've got a real shot to win this game today. And that's normally the case. But I think in a game where you've got two teams that are, I think, pretty even, uh, really be the deciding factor in a big way. Brian, we'll look forward to hearing your call in just a little while. Appreciate it. All right, we'll look forward to it. And uh, should be a... Interesting day here, I think, in College Park. Indeed. All right, that's the first word with Brian Barnhart, voice of the Illini. We'll hear the keys to the game with Martin O'Donnell in just a few minutes. But right now, more about Illinois' offensive identity, which has emerged around the group of Illini running backs who have grabbed 61% of the total yards gained this year, 14 of the 19 Illini touchdowns scored. Reggie Corbin, of course, leads the ground attack, including his 80-yard gallop for a touchdown last week. He could be the Illini's first 1,000-yard rusher since Mikel LaShore back in 2010. Running backs coach Thad Ward credits Corbin's work ethic for his outstanding season. You know, our work pays off, and that's what we try to continue to strive for. He's worked hard in the offseason, had a really good offseason, and uh, put himself in position to uh, finish some of those runs, as we've seen in 2016, wasn't, wasn't able to finish some of those runs. He would say, Coach, that's in the past. I would say I agree. And uh, and so he's had a good year. We've got to continue to move forward with him. Yeah. Corbin returns to his home state today with a running back group whose bond is strong with each other. Rayvon Bonner, who reached the end zone for the second time this year last weekend, has a special relationship with Reggie Corbin. He's my best friend on the team. Um, he, he's mentored me in a lot of ways. I told him um, last week, I don't make that play without him encouraging me, um, just being there for me and leading me in the right way. Bonner and Corbin are united around not just football, but their faith also. Still, Bonner says the whole group of Illini running backs is tight-knit. We're definitely very close. We look out for each other on and off the field. Um, we, we hang out every week, every Thursday. Um, we go out to dinner somewhere, and we just, we just talk about life. It helps me even more as a young man. Um, even more so than a football player. Um, on the field, we just feed off each other. When I see Reggie or Mike make a play, I'm like, okay, like I want to make a play now. But just just going through everyday life because there there are things that people are struggling with that nobody can see, and those are the type of things that we talk about when we get to see each other. The two, quote, old guys in the room are Reggie Corbin and Dre Brown. Brown has had numerous setbacks in his career, and yet another injury had him on the sidelines for the first few games this season. He finally saw some more touches this past Saturday, but some came at the expense of a foot injury to Mike Epstein. Brown's perspective on missing the beginning of the year? So obviously that was tough, and then, I mean, <laughs> Reggie and Mike were just killing it, so it wasn't like I was on the sidelines mad that I wasn't playing because those, those guys were doing such a great job. But, yeah, I mean, anytime. Um, you know, a teammate goes down, you know, I have to, I have to be ready. Um, I mean, Mike's such a great player, you know, I'd never want to see that happen to him. But, I mean, that's the game of football. And just, just got, so I pride myself in coming out here each day, practicing hard and just staying ready for an opportunity. Because, I mean, last week versus Wisconsin, you know, I didn't, I knew I'd play some, but I didn't know I'd play as much as I did. So just got to be ready. And what about Brown's role with the whole group of running backs? I'm kind of the old guy, but Reggie's actually older than me age-wise, so. I'll, I'll give him stuff about that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, my role is just to kind of just lead on and off the field. You know, um, every guy has come up to me asking me, uh, you know, like marriage questions, what, what's that like? So it's cool. I've, I've been around here for a while since uh, Tim Beckman was head coach. And, um, yeah, I've seen a lot. 
But uh, yeah, every every week it's an awesome opportunity just to come out here, play for my home state, and um, play in front of my f- family and friends. Five regular season games remaining. Is there a sense of urgency for you and and your teammates now? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, our goal our goal is obviously to to get to a bowl game. Now, you know, I mean, there's that's just what it is. You know, we're trying to trying to win out and, and get to the the best bowl game we can. And yeah, I mean, each each game we have opportunity to do that. The offense is building an identity as a running team, and you know defenses are now preparing for that. How does that impact you guys? Yeah, it's uh, it's been awesome because we're still running the ball, you know, pretty well. Obviously, you know, we need to step up our pass game to to give them uh, for them to defend both, you know. But I mean, my past few years team, we've been the total opposite of a, a running team, as you would say, and now it's we're on the top in the conferences. So it's been uh, cool to see that transformation, just us believing in the, the process. Today, this group faces a Maryland rush defense that's fifth in the conference, holding opponents to 140 yards per game, while the Illini are gaining 226 per contest. Next up, keys to the game. Martin O'Donnell will join us back in Maryland on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Here again, Scott Beatty. An East Coast trip today for the Fighting Illini against the Maryland Terrapins. Out to College Park we go, and former All-American lineman Martin O'Donnell, who will call the game with Brian Barnhart, joins us. Martin, uh, good to hear from you, as always. As You've gotten set for this ball game. What's uh, stood out to you about Maryland? Yeah, I think the big thing is when you watch Maryland uh, play football, obviously they, they can run the heck out of it, and that's going to be something that Illinois is going to have to try to control this this week. You know, that's been an issue for them all season is really stopping the opposing rushing game. But, uh, you know, if they can find a way to limit that, force Maryland into some passing situations, Maryland is certainly a team that's not comfortable when it comes to that uh, aspect of the game. So, you know, I think it's going to be a very good game here today, and I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to watching it. Yeah, what, what could the Illini do better in their run defense? You know, you you can you can probably isolate any number of things. I think really the big thing that Illinois needs to do is just play physical along the front. Uh, I think obviously if you have a defensive line that's going out there, that's being physical, playing on the other side of the line of scrimmage, and messing things up, obviously it makes the jobs a whole lot easier for the seven guys behind them, the linebackers, the defensive backs. So you know, really what I want to see, I saw a couple flashes last week of guys doing some nice things. Uh, you know, Bobby Roundtree had a couple of flash plays, but I think it's really a matter of Illinois along the defensive front finding ways to be disruptive you know there's a lot swirling around this Maryland program right now can you imagine as a player how challenging might that be for them to be focused on what's in front of them from a football standpoint with their head coach's future in doubt and and everything else you know, I think it's probably easier for them to do than a lot of people would realize simply because when you start, when you get into the season, you know, really you are just talking about the next opponent, the next game, you know, watching, you know, watching film from the last practice, getting ready for the next practice. I mean, really there's a routine that really, you know, honestly gets gets guys kind of in a comfort zone. So I think, you know, obviously the, the administrators within Maryland and obviously a lot of people outside of the program have time to spend a whole lot more uh, focus on what that is. But I think really these guys realize hey the coaches that we have right now are the coaches that we're going to have you know for the rest of the year it seems like and and just kind of going from there so I think really they're just able to you know isolate and focus on what they can control which is just going out there and practicing and playing football. Let's get to our keys to the game they're brought to you by Culligan of Muhammad hard water in your home Culligan of Muhammad has been treating water since 1948. 
Culligan is the better water company. Google Culligan of Muhammad today or call Jeremy at 217-586-2313. Also brought to you by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign. Martin, you talked about the run defense. I imagine that might be part of your keys. Yeah, certainly. I think it's really how does Illinois, and really to get granular, I think it's how Illinois defends the jet sweep. Maryland does some variation of that on a vast majority of their plays, and that's really where they get a lot of big chunk runs, just kind of handing it off to one of their uh, running backs coming across the formation. So how Illinois defends that is something that I'm going to be watching very closely early on, and I think that's a huge key to the game. Does that put a little bit more on the linebackers, those jet sweeps? Yeah, it could. I mean, really, it depends on how Illinois decides they want to defend it. Iowa last week had their defensive ends rush upfield. That seemed to really disrupt what Maryland was trying to do offensively. But there's there's a variety of ways to do it. So I think, one, you know, real, trying to figure out how is Illinois going to defend that play all day, and two, how do they execute it. Martin's Keys to the Game, also brought to you by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign. The unlimited value of the right team. A banking expert will steer you in the right direction. A whole team of them will take you to your destination. Hickory Point Bank invested. Martin, appreciate it. We'll hear much more from you soon. All right, thanks. That's Martin O'Donnell with the Keys to the Game out in College Park, Maryland. Next up, we hear from Lovey Smith, Rod Smith, and Maryland head coach Matt Canada. It's the Coach's Corner up next on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show and Fighting Illini game day. Welcome back to the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. I'm Scott Beatty, Illinois in Maryland today. Time now for the Coach's Corner, brought to you by Clark Lindsay, where residents come first, celebrating 40 years, and by Hickory Point Bank. We take a look now at how the coaches on both sides are approaching this game. Illinois and Maryland are built a bit similarly with running the most potent part of their attack. Head coach Lovey Smith sizes up the Terrapins ground game, which has some threads from what Illinois saw last weekend at Wisconsin. It is a different running attack that we'll see as opposed to Wisconsin's. But, but in the end, uh, you can say it's similar too. Offenses are trying to get a, a helmet on a defender, you know, pads on the defender, and let the running backs run off of that. So there is some carryover from week to week on what you're going to see. Uh, of course, Maryland does it a little bit different. There's a, little, a lot of deception involved in what they do also. The stronger side, though, may be the Terrapin defense, which has 13 interceptions this year and is in the top half of the conference in run defense. Illinois offensive coordinator Rod Smith. When you watch them, it's the same, man. They're, 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 they're probably, it's like every defense you go against each week is just as good as the other one. Um, you know, I think they're ranked 18th in the country in total defense. Um, they're as high as anybody we've played. They're as good as anybody we've played on defense. So uh, they're back in, man. They're, they're extremely talented, extremely fast, long. Going to be a tough matchup up front. They're, they're big. They're athletic. I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be a tough matchup for us. Got to keep plugging away and, and uh, see what we can kind of dig up as far as ball plays. Defensively, the Illini are tied with Maryland to lead the nation in interceptions per game. And the Illini have forced a turnover in 21 straight games. Still, Lovey Smith would like to see more. That's one thing that we've done about as well as anybody around, especially intercepting the ball. We would like to, to cause more fumbles, take the ball away more. We, we practice it, some an emphasis on it. You know, sometimes you go through spells where it just doesn't happen for whatever reason. But in others, it does. When they start coming, they come in bunches. We hope that'll be the case. <laughs> This is a team that loves to run, get into a lot of different ways to run the football, and we're going to have opportunities. That's the case each week. Hopefully it will happen this week. In a moment, there's plenty swirling around the Maryland football team this week. We hear from interim head coach Matt Canada next on the Coach's Corner. 
Welcome back to the Coach's Corner. Matt Canada was hired as the offensive coordinator for the Maryland Terrapins this season and took over as the interim head coach when DJ Durkin was put on leave for an investigation into the culture of the program. This week, the findings of the report were leaked to the media that tells of a problematic culture, but the report stopped short of calling it toxic, even with the death of Jordan McNair this past spring. Earlier this week, Canada said nothing changes for his players when the report comes out. Same philosophy. We're really excited we get to play against Illinois because we just lost a game that didn't play very well. So it's what we're excited about today. We're going to deal with today. And um, you know, there's no way to keep anything you know, in our world right now. We can't. You're not going to tell them what to read. But I think they've done a better job than anybody else of sticking together and focusing on what they're doing, focusing on football, focusing on each other, focusing on mourning the loss of a teammate. And I have no doubt. I, I know we'll have a great practice today. I, I put a lot of money on it. And with the focus on the game, Canada is very aware of the Illini's running game and Reggie Corbin. They're running the ball. They're, they're certainly gaining yards. They're playing very well. They are, they're, they're, they've changed their offense. Um, you know, I think their, their coordinator is a, a guy that's done a great job in multiple places. You know, was at Michigan, was at Indiana, coming from Arizona now, and has done a good job everywhere he's been. And so they're using their talent very well. And obviously, he's, you know, gaining eight yards of carry is, you know, he's, he's getting the credit for that. But they're, as an offense, they're playing at a much higher level uh, than I think they have or what people might realize. So for our defense, again, I think we've, we've been very opportunistic. We've created turnovers. We've played well. Obviously, Saturday, you know, we've been pretty good on third down, which we're a little bit better on third down. That's, you know, that's easy to say, uh, but you just have to, you're playing against a good football team. You got to get off the field. And it's those key plays, you know, the third down and long, the, this stop, knock one down. I mean, it's just part of it. So I'm, we're happy with the way we're happy with the way all our guys are playing hard. We have to play. We have to have a player have to play better and execute better on all phases to win the game. Maryland's defense features Trey Watson, who played for the Illini as an undergraduate and earned All Big Ten honorable mention. Canada says it's important for Watson's emotions not to rule the day when he faces his former team. He is a very mature young man. I think you can, you know, you want to play at your optimal level, correct? If you get too excited, not just playing your former team, anybody. If I talked to Trey, he would say, yeah, coach, I got it. I understand it. I'm going to handle it. Only, only, only he knows how he's going to handle it. Only we'll see how he handles it. I think he'll handle it great. He's going to want to play well, right? He's going to want to play. We all want to, but we all, we all want to play well all the time. If I coach against a guy that I know, I want to play well. But once, once the, it's kind of like pep talks and, you know, bullet board material and all those things that happen, right? It's, it's all what it is. But once the game gets going, you got to do your job. And he'll, he's done a great job doing his job. So I, I know he'll be excited to play, and I'm sure he'll want to play well against him. But he just wants to win. I believe that. Illinois and Maryland are meeting for the first time in program history today. That's the Coach's Corner, brought to you by Hickory Point Bank, the unlimited value of the right team. One banking expert steers you in the right direction. A whole team of them takes you to your destination. Hickory Point Bank invested. Also brought to you by Clark Lindsay. And on the Big Ten scoreboard right now, Northwestern leading Wisconsin 21-10. to They're about to attempt a field goal. Michigan State over Purdue in the third quarter, 16-6. That'll do it for the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. I'm Scott Beatty. I'll be back with you after the ball game for the Fasteners Etc. postgame show along with Tim Dittman. In a moment, more with Steve Kelly, Brian Barnhart, and Martin O'Donnell on News Talk 1400, WDWS Champaign-Urbana, and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS Champaign-Urbana News Gazette Media Stations. <laughs>